What's up, everybody? This is Zero Gravity, Paulo Media's NBA podcast, where we talk about all the current happenings in the NBA, all the drama, all the trauma that us NBA fans go through. This podcast is brought to you by Big City Wings, Houston Swing Joint, Paulo Swing Joint. They're opening their 14th store here in the next couple of months. So congratulations to Big City Wings on that 14th opening, 14 locations. And then this podcast is also brought to you by Celebrity Mint. Go check all of their graded collectibles out at celebritymint.com. You can check the links in the description to go check out Celebrity Mint's products on our YouTube page at Apollo HOU. I am joined by the What We Learned Houston Rockets edition king, Josh Garcia. How are we doing, bud? Great, man. The uh, The Brooklyn Nets are in shambles right now. Finally, the league is starting to notice. Um, yep. As you know, the Rockets own four of their swaps, two of their picks, or two of their swaps, two of their picks. Really excited to see how that's going to turn out. Um, saw a great Celtics Thunder game yesterday. We Wasn't did. nationally televised. I, I know it was a Tuesday, but uh, we got to do something they, here. I mean, the, they had two NBA TV games on, so that's like technically a broadcast that, and they no, chose not to put no, that one on. No, no. If I can't get it on cable, like I don't have NBA TV on my package, so oh. it's not a nationally it, broadcast game not, to me not at not all. Broadcasted for you. Yeah. I've got YouTube TV. Shout out to YouTube TV. YouTube Respect. TV. That, Respect. They have it. They have it on the sports package. Nice, so nice. I was able to just a little endeavor, you yeah, know, I miss, Chris yeah. I miss Chris Yeah, I miss Chris Epsworthingus. We're going to do something different this episode. So there hasn't been a whole lot of drama in the last few days. There hasn't been like tremendous games outside of that OKC Celtics game that we watched last night. But we're going to talk about your Houston Rockets. Let's do it. Specifically, one person individually. Alperin Shingun. Uh, Baby Jokic, as the people are calling him. Yes. Uh, Bill Simmons says he's like the best player in the NBA. I love him. I love him so much. There, there, there's so much, so much, so much that can happen with this guy. Did he make up for the uh, Jalen Green fiasco from last year with his Alperin Shingun favorite player in the NBA now? A little bit, a little okay. bit. Um, my, right. my favorite thing to come out over the past couple of days has been uh, Gilbert Arenas calling Jalen Green a star, which yeah, that was a who would have thought, right? <laughs> That was that was that was words that were said. Yep, it was, <laughs> it was a take for sure. So good. Um, so what we're gonna do is a would you rather, Alperin Shingun, or dot 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 question mark. So I'm gonna That's provide good. you with 20 different players, and you're gonna tell me would you rather have Alperin Shingun or the player that I give you. All right, let's do it. First off, we're we're just staying in the state of Texas. Victor Wimbanyama. Would you rather have Alperin Shingun or Victor Wimbanyama? And this is right now. You do a trade oh, one okay. for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. for one. Wimby is on your team. Alperin Shingun goes to San Antonio. Who are you taking? I mean, sure. If we could go on based on upside, sure. Victor Wembanyama. There's so much more of a risk, though. Uh, and yep. it's clear that Shingun is, is, is just miles ahead of a lot of the centers in the West. Even Sabonis. Sabonis had a terrible game the other night. Or uh, was it last night? 11, uh, 11 turnovers, the triple-double. Yeah. Uh, they're calling it. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> So no, no, not not even close. Not even not even for his career, honestly, because there's just too much upside, too much downside. We know who Shangun is. We don't know who Wembenyama is. Uh, and yeah, we'll we'll leave it at that. Okay. Go to North Texas. Kind of, not really. It's Oklahoma City. It's okay. basically yeah. Texas. <laughs> Chad Holmgren. Um, for his career, it would be close. You know, I definitely would want someone who, with the height, uh. Shangun can give you, you know, a good body in the paint uh, offensively. I don't know about defensively just yet. 
Uh, Chet is seeming to kind of clear him, not clear him uh, defensively, but at least at the moment for his experience, uh, they are the same age. I recently just found that out, even though it's technically yep. Chet's first year. Um, so again, I mean, same thing with Weminyama. I know it's Chet's first year. He has done a lot more than Weminyama so far, especially on the defensive end. Uh, seeing Gobert and Chet go against each other, that was sick as hell. I need more. I need more of that, man. That's good. Um, but no, give me, give me Oppie. Give me Oppie. All right. I, see, I was just throwing two rookies at you right off the bat because I yeah. didn't know how you were going to answer those. I, I, I wasn't sure. You went – I think you went the opposite way of what I was thinking. Okay. Like I, I thought you were going to say the other way. But Oh, no. No. I, I was just curious. I no, mean, because no. there is a fandom involved with this. You're no, a Houston of course. Rockets fan. Of You've course. experienced the LP. Uh, just experience for the last how many ever years now? Three years now. Three years. Three yep. years? Yeah. So you you love him dearly. Yep. You give hold me, him. Give me LP. You hold him close to your heart. So I just wanted to test your fandom out a little bit. Okay. Uh, we're gonna jump over to the Boston Celtics. Jason Tatum. Oh. Or Alperen Shingun. Oh my God! No, I knew this was gonna get bad at some point. Um, I mean, you're looking at his, okay. We talked about this uh, a couple episodes ago. Uh, Tatum's efficiency this year has been a little off. Uh, we actually compared Luca. Yep. What was it? Luca's first half stats and For Tatum's games and full game Tatum's stats. Season. Yeah. Um, I mean, he is what year six now. Yeah. 2018 draft. Yeah. So, yeah. Year six, yeah. year seven. Um, I'm still not seeing the upside of taking him versus Shangun at this point. I I, I don't want to sit here and give you 20 yeses because of course that's not that's not fun. It will happen. But I mean, for right now, I mean, yeah, I would love the extra points that he could give and maybe you know a couple extra you know different like perimeter uh, defensive stops. But as for right now, give me give me Shangun. <laughs> All right, we're gonna stay with the Boston Celtics for two more players. Okay. It's a guy that was rumored to the Houston Rockets for quite a while. Jalen mm-hmm. Jalen Brown. Yep. When it's yep. $300 million price tag. Yeah, $300 million with no left hand. Uh, this yep, is, pretty good. Yeah, even 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 less high on him than Tatum, of course. Um, I mean, great. He's a guard. He can shoot better. Um, still don't see the upside. Uh, give me Shengu. <laughs> Looking back on this order, I should have done this opposite of what I'm giving it to you. This is okay. what I wrote it down in. And uh I should have started with this guy, Kristaps Porzingis or Alperen Shingun, and then worked my way down to Jason Tatum. But here we okay. are. This is okay. uh, no, this is great. This is live podcasting. Yep, improv no live. This is live television, folks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of you, you saw you saw the ESPN saga over the past twenty four hours. They've been just a bunch of stuff has been happening. Smelling of shoes, live boobs on TV. Uh, a oh, lot of yeah, stuff yeah. involving college football that uh, well has been outside of the game. College football is different. You know, it's built different. Of course, of course. <laughs> Especially in NOLA. In New yeah. Orleans, things can get crazy at the Sugar Bowl from yep. personal experience. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, Chris Epps, Porzingis, obviously you're taking Shingun. Yeah, give me Shingun. Yep. Should have went opposite. Um, Jalen Brunson or Alperin Shingun. These are just two people you can't even really compare. Uh, it's Correct. great. I'll try just to humor ourselves and the listeners. Um, I'd love to have a guard that, you know, a left-handed guard that can shoot. Uh, you know, someone who shall not be named has, we've had a left-handed guard in the past that can shoot and, you know, play ISO ball the way, you know, Brunson can, but it, it's not really, you know, I, it's, he doesn't really speak to me in the way Alfred and Shangun would. Uh, again, you can't really compare the two, but I think what he's doing in New York is great. Um, it's, it's clear he had that somewhat star power when he was going to leave Dallas. That's why he got so good of a deal. Um, 
but again, I can't really can't really compare the two. Give me give me Shangun. This is a player that was brought up in trade rumors all season last season and was just shot down today by sources. Uh, they are not trading this player. Would you rather have Alperin Shingun or Mikael Bridges? I mean, Mikael Bridges is great. He's the he is the epitome of health. Um, he hasn't missed a game in his career, has he? I think. I, he played 83 games last year in yeah, a game season. He is he is Cal Ripken Jr. in the NBA as we know it. And I think that's great for the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have, honestly, I'd, I'd rather take 55 games of a, of a healthy Shangun versus 82 or 83 of a Mikael Bridges because the, the production is just there. I mean, again, like I said, the, the only real downside of Shangun right now is just defense in the post, which – Things take time. I mean, if you were and, – and I did a little research before this, uh, watching like year two, year three Jokic highlights, he was getting bullied too. You know, if you're not able to really bulk – because it takes so much time to really bulk up the way you need to in the NBA. I mean, look at Jordan. He he lost those those years against the Pistons. Then he gained 20 pounds, 25 pounds in the offseason and was like, hey, if y'all are going to kill me, come kill me, you know, on my terms. Um, right. So I think, I think that, you know – it's going to take a lot of time for Shangun to really develop, you know, the bulkiness that he needs. But his offensive skill set is honestly top three, top five in regards to, you know, power forwards and centers in the NBA right now. And I don't think that's some crazy hot take. I mean, if you watch the games, you see how well he's playing. Yeah. Finished the finished developing the three point shot. His 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 free throws have gone up. I think to was eighty three percent over the past nine or ten games in comparison to I think tw- sixty five. Uh, in the first 25 games of the season. So I think it's great that he's able to, you know, get these shots down. You saw the little post uh, mid-range Dirk-esque stuff that he's been doing. Yeah, and I, I awesome. didn't appreciate like anything from our Summit State of Mind boys that yep. they were tweeting, uh, comparing him to Dirk, the better Dirk. Um, Dirk Nowitzki won a championship by himself. Yep. Role players just everywhere. I mean, Tyson Chandler, Defensive Player of the Year, I get it. But like Jason Kidd was 90 years old and – Jason Terry hit some shots. It was Dirk's team. Dirk's team alone. I will not have any comparisons to Dirk. No. Until Shingun does something similar. You've got to score 30,000 points, too. That's another factor there. <laughs> Stop comparing. Summit, boys, I'm looking at you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, I love it. All right. Would you rather have Bam Adebayo? Or Alperin Shingun. See, this is good. These are people that I can legitimately compare to each other. Uh, two separate sides of the coin. Uh, Bam is just one of those dogs that, I mean, of course, he'll he'll probably never have like a consistent shot. But from what I've been seeing him on on, on defense, he is on par with Gobert. Uh, at least from, you know, I, I try to not watch many Miami Heat games strictly for the vibes and the vibes that I hate them. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I do see Bam out of bio play, whether it be highlights, you know, anything, uh, he is just dominant in almost everything that he does. I mean, his offense is kind of spotty, but he makes up for it on every other facet of the floor. I mean, he is he is a five ten level guy. <laughs> like there is just there is levels to his game that is only comparable to maybe Rudy Gobert on defense. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, that that's that's probably it, honestly. So you taking Shangun? So give me Shangun. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, give me Shangun. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought the BAM one was interesting because yeah. it offers you something that Shingun doesn't really offer you yet. It's right. uh, post-defense, rebounding. Like He gives you all the things that Shingun, do, Shingun can do on defense. 
times a, bi- a billion, really. Yep. It's, yep. Bam is incredible on defense, and I, that's something that Ime Udoka would love, I'm sure. He would just eat Bam Adebayo up. He would yep. love him in the lineup. So yep. that's why I thought that one was interesting. We'll, we'll stay with Miami Heat here. Albert and Shingun or Jimmy Butler. Get when I think of this stuff, when I think of this stuff, I want to go based on, you know, okay, one of them is 21, one of them is 34, you know, in, yeah. in regards to any of these comparisons. So I'm thinking of it more based on like a future career thing, even though, of course, you know, the right idea and the right way to go about this is right now, who would I want? Yeah. And give me, give me Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. Sure. Right. That's what I was thinking. Don't, you get, don't you get give me dog. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, in the West, yeah. and he plays defense. He's good on offense. He'd be great for Ime Udoka's system, and that's, that's the only reason I put him on here is because if you put him on that team, Houston's obviously skyrockets into the top four, probably yeah. in the West. Yeah, based on dog alone. I mean, nothing give me, else. Give me, give me Butler, April and on. Give me Shangun January to April. Well, okay. how about that? Yeah, no, that's fair. I get that. This one. We've talked about it. The next few are going to be like this. Okay. They're all guards. So it's it's not going to be your one-for-one one where you're, you're losing your power forward center and you're getting a guard. LaMelo Ball, you get his career. Man, LaMelo has had so much trouble staying healthy, and I feel so bad because he's he's almost like skinny Ch- skinnier Chet Holmgren. Like, he's 6'6 and a stick. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he, his legs are shot and... I, I feel bad for the ball boys because every time it's always something. Lonzo Ball got cleared uh, at least to jog, move, yeah. something. Something happened. So that's Hopefully great. We get to see him next year. Yeah, that, that'll that'll be, be fun. Uh, I think Lon- as long as Lonzo stays, yeah, that, that's a whole other thing. As long as he stays somewhat healthy, he'll be one of the better role players in the league. I'm thinking like J.R. Smith, Jordan Clarkson levels for the next 10 years, assuming. Anyway, Shangun now, sure. I think LaMelo Ball still has a crazy high ceiling that really hasn't been showcased because the Hornets are so bad. And I don't really know when the Hornets are going to get better. I mean, what is Brandon Miller's ceiling? What, Terry Rozier's 32, right? He can only like – yeah, yeah. He, he, he still gives you 35 minutes a game, and yeah, he's on a bad team, so he's going to give you more shots, more points. But there's not much – like, like let's say you swap LaMelo Ball and Shangun. I don't think Shangun makes – you know, the, the Hornets that much better. I don't think that LaMelo Ball makes the Rockets that much better because they just wouldn't adapt to each other's systems very well. Um, give me Shangun. Give me Shangun here. Yeah. Um, we'll just group these next two because they're the same player and kind of. They're different, but they're the same. Okay. Kyrie Irving and Damian Lillard. God, if we're talking primes, I come on, this isn't even a question. But, I mean, Kyrie is just coming off one of the scariest-looking heel contusions that I think I've ever yeah. seen. His leg completely just bent back. Um, Dame is not getting enough touches in Milwaukee. The streets are saying. Um, and, honestly, the, <laughs> the first, like, 15 or so games, he just wasn't – it wasn't even just the touches. He wasn't getting a shot correct. Um, I mean, at this very moment, give me Shangun. But, I mean, if we're talking even just two or three years ago, I would take half of – Damian Lillard, half of Kyrie Irving for a full Shangun at the time. But, I mean, of course, right now it's hard to compare, you know? Yeah. I'm going to move the goalpost on this next one. Okay. You're getting rookie year, 31 games of Zion Williamson, but you're getting the full 82 in playoffs. You get healthy rookie year, not overweight Zion Williamson. Right. Yeah. 
that that's what <laughs> Alfred and Shingun are healthy 31 games rookie year, but you put them right now and he Man. gets to play throughout the playoffs and no injuries are involved. Zion Williamson. Okay. This is see, this is this is really good here. And I and I like being able to, you know, just look at it from a different perspective in a what if kind of scenario. If if Man, if Zion just – if he just if he just stayed healthy, man. If he just stayed skinny or at least well, proportional. In, in shape. In shape, sure. In shape. Uh, we, we would be looking at this totally different. Um, there were so many moments his rookie year where you saw the explosion. He was even de- developing a three-point shot in those mm-hmm. – in the small sample size that he was playing. I mean, it's really a toss-up, honestly. I mean, I'm when again, and when I think of these questions, I can look at it more of here, especially now with this kind of question or with this kind of would you rather for a, like a season to season basis. You know what I mean? Um, so honestly, I it's tough, man. Give me Zion, barely, barely. Yeah. I'm just saying, healthy yeah. Zion, healthy the, Zion, the, the healthiest version of Zion, the most in shape version of Zion that we've seen on yeah. NBA court. That's what yeah. you're getting for the rest yeah. of the season. Yeah. yeah, that would that would I'm yeah. taking Zion in that situation. Yeah. In a hypothetical world, yes, give it to me. Not in this world, though. See, now you've got me all messed up with all these guards. So I'm just gonna scrap some. I had okay. Trey Young, De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Maxey, and Tyrese Halliburton written down as well. Yeah, okay, I'll give you. Are okay, any we'll of go those going four. to be a conversation? Yeah, we'll go with the four. Out of the four, I'll give you one or two. Okay, Tyrese Halliburton. Give yep. me Tyrese Halliburton over Shangun, respectfully, especially for his career. I mean, there's Tyrese's ceiling is stupid. I mean, we the past two or three weeks, 20 points, 20 assists, that that's accounting for 50 points, more than 50 points. That's half right. of your team. I mean, it will maybe not in this NBA, but you know, 10 years ago, that'd be that'd be it's over a third. Yeah. <laughs> it's I like think, 40%. Yeah, I think I think I think the efficiency, the just the overall um vibes that uh Tyrese Halliburton has brought to Indiana um, unmatched. So uh, give me Tyrese Halliburton over Shangun. Maxi is one of those just – I don't want to call him a shot chucker just yet because, again, it's not a big enough sample size. But I'm really – that Christmas Day performance was bad. And then he torched my Rockets the next night. Yeah. Man, man that was tough. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, really, um, Tyrese Maxey's great. Uh, I think that – Again, his his ceiling is the roof. You know what I mean. Um, but you know, give me Alper and Shangun in that scenario. Same thing with Trey Young, but just barely. Uh, Trey Young is one of the, of course, better three point shooters in this league. Everybody knows this. But you know, the Hawks are just so mediocre at this point. Like, like they're five hundred and five hundred in their last a thousand. Damn near. I, I saw somebody make this their, uh, post a stat on TikTok. Maybe it was six hundred and six hundred, but it was peak mediocrity. And great, you know, like like when I think of great scores on really bad teams, like we talked about earlier, Terry Rozier, Trey Young. I mean, these people can give you 30 any night, but if you put them under a real system like Ime Udoka, what are they going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and De'Aaron Fox, Houston kid, you know, we just talked about him uh, an episode or episode two, a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, the only person out of those four that I would take probably Halliburton and I'll leave it all and we'll we'll probably just leave it at that it's hard to really compare like you said um but yeah give me give me give me Shangun three out of four times there you were very quick on that Halliburton track and trigger yeah yeah very quick yeah 
I was surprised. Yeah. I, I thought there was going to be a little bit of a conversation, no, no, but that no. was very quick. I love Tyrese Halliburton. His shot is ugly as fuck, and he is just an awesome player. <laughs> I saw a tweet. It was during the in-season tournament, and it was like, man, I'm so glad that we got a new star. Oh, no, his shot's the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, how can we not have a star that just has, like, a pretty jump shot? Yeah, like, right. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Like, you could just riddle, <laughs> riddle off all – like, even Luca's jump shot, you're like – I mean, it's slow as fuck. But yeah. It, it looks cool. Exactly. It looks Halliburton's good. looks the opposite of yeah. cool. Whatever the opposite of cool is, that's what Tyrese yeah. Halliburton's shot looks like, but he's a dog. He's yeah, a dog. He, he makes it up for his passes. I, I think his passes look yeah. cooler than anything. Um, he's got flashy passes. Yeah, yeah. We'll get definitely with it. Um I don't I don't think you're gonna take him, but Devin Booker or Alperin Shangun. Give me give me Shangun. I, I I want this to be a discussion as as much as I want it to be. It, it's not Devin Booker is on is in hell currently. Yeah. Uh, assuming assuming the Suns cannot figure this out, um, you put Devin Booker on twenty five out of the thirty other teams. Maybe he'll give you thirty a night and be healthy the whole season. But with how you know, just overall, just confuse uh, the the Suns have had just a confusing look this year. And yeah. I'm not saying it's not working, but it's not working. You know what I mean? It's not a failure yet. We don't have enough of a sample size, like we mentioned a couple episodes ago. Are we sure it's not? But well, that's a conversation for next podcast. But yeah, we'll talk about the Suns yeah, next podcast. Yeah, we don't have much to compare these things to. The super teams that we've seen, and we've we've mentioned this, the super teams that we've seen before, you know, the past like four or five years that haven't really worked out, they all start slow anyway. So yeah, we we really can't have this conversation until April at least. And if they, you know, end the season probably under forty five wins, then we can start to have a conversation. But if they get you know a six seed and up, I mean, I think the season is. You know, they, they, they scraped up a W, you know, in my book, you know, because I don't have much expectations for teams like yeah. that. The, the bench is weak. You know, you have Grayson Allen shooting 20 shots a night. This isn't normal. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, hard nosed white boy basketball. <laughs> good for Grayson Allen, you yep. know, Duke boy. Yep. Through and through the brotherhood. Um, <laughs> would you rather have Alperin Shingoon or Carl Anthony Towns? Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Um, it's kind of a one for one. You're getting yeah. roughly the same thing coming back. Yeah. Just older. Um, Carl Anthony Towns has a shot, an established shot, um, and it's sad that I really feel this way, especially so early. I'm not even giving it like a set, like a second uh, shot or or a chance or anything. Give me, give me Cat, man. Give me Cat here. Wow. Um, I don't care that he's 27, 28, right? I mean, he, he has a prime. He has a shot. He's gonna give you five more years of prime. Give me, give me Cat. I love the way he plays, and of course, you know that you have that one visual of him backing down on Boogie Cousins. But people have done research, and they said that he scored on that play. So I'm going to believe that, you know anything I see on the internet. So is he scored on that play? You know, he, he's my, my one visual. That dog is Carl Anthony Towns on the ground on the hardwood in a headlock. Yeah, against Joel Embiid. That that's bad. the one image I have of yeah. Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, and and of course, like the voice, the voice switches. You know everything, everything yeah. off the court. You know, um, he's he's a dog, but not in a conventional way. I think <laughs> I think the fact that he's that he's developed such a great shot over the past you know five six years that uh, really sets him apart from anything you know really Alperin Shingun can do at this moment. Mm-hmm. Again, again, all, disclaimer: all Alperin Shingun in my eyes and a lot of us here at Apollo's eyes. I mean, he has the potential to be a top three center. Uh, I don't want to say all time yet. Top 10 center no. all time. You know, why not? 
But re- realistically, right. I'm, I'm I'm being facetious. But realistically, he has he has the ability to be a top three center in the league. You know, at any given moment from here on out, Let, from let's say from next season on out. Um, yeah. And we all here know that. Um, and it's and it's and it's great to play these hypotheticals. But just you know, just remember we love him here. And honestly, I mean, there's really isn't many other people I would genuinely take. You know, other than him right now, Jokic. I mean, sure, maybe at this moment I'd take Cat. You know, but. Still, man, he, he he has so much potential, so much upside. If Shangun develops a consistent three-point shot, you're seeing 28, 32 points a game immediately as soon as that happens. Yeah, and I've got one more player for you. But okay. before we say that, I didn't want to give you like LeBron or just any superstar. Luka, Joel Embiid, Giannis. I didn't want to give you the just the top dogs. Right. That, right. This, this is why we're in the role player kind of second or third star era of of these players i didn't want to give you just like the guy you know right i didn't want want to do that to you but i will give you a guy the guy on his team someone that you wanted to draft i'm sure paolo bancaro or alperin shingun man it's the last one i think i think more than anything in 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 in, we could have done this with 15 other young players who are under you know 22 23 but paolo just has it I mean, he's not going to – I don't think he's going to be a guy that's going to give you 30 points a game. I think he'll be close. I think he'll be, you know, 24 to 27 territory. Um, yeah. But he just, he he has a lot of tools. He's – what is he, 6'9", 6'10"? He's, he's Yeah, I think he's 9'6'10", plays yeah. power forward, but he can be your small ball five. Yeah, like, yeah. He's nuts. He and, and nobody really calls him this. And, of course, I'm not saying he plays like this person. But he does give off baby KD vibes sometimes. When he does have a handle and when I see him play, I kind of see it. I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying that it's prominent. I'm not saying that he is going to be Kevin Durant. But I get the vibes from him. And I think that out of a lot of other, you know, younger players that have been drafted, I mean, the only ones that I can think that are directly comparable or better than him at the moment, I don't even want to go back to LaMelo Ball. We'll, we'll talk about, you know, Cade Cunningham. Scotty Barnes has unta- untapped potential if he plays on a consistently good team. I mean, God, there's just so many, there's so many young players in this league that, you know, can keep us talking for hours, but it's really a toss up for me. I mean, at this very moment, I'd take Shangun, but I, I wouldn't put it past Paulo Bancaro to have a better career possibly than Alperen Shangun when all is said and done. But at this very moment, give me Shangun. You said KD, I see LeBron James. And the way he scores, the way he's physical. Like, we don't have just big beings anymore. Yeah, yeah. We're getting into that. I think we're coming back to giant centers and yep. centers kind of like, we're not talking Shaq, but of big course. centers to deal with Joel Embiid and right. Jokic and right. all those players. But I think Paolo has a similar build, I guess, to LeBron. So where he can overpower people and the way he just drives to the hoop, it's eerily similar. It's not the same because it's yeah, not yeah. crazy athletic just something that we've never seen before, but like the way he does it, it's just, I don't know, get a little tingly LeBron vibes. I see. I know. I see what you're saying. I I think it's great for the league that, you know, young guys can come in and I, I, people don't like uh, NBA comps in the draft. You know, whenever I see someone like, I think somebody compared Tyrese Maxey to like Jamal Crawford and I'm just like, sure, but why are we putting people in a box this early? Um, Mm -hmm. But I think it does, you know, when done right, you know, they can completely change my perception of a lot of these players. 
Um, and I think it does, and I think it does mostly a disservice. But if you, like I said, you look at it the right way, you know, you you can get a lot more information and a lot more, you know, just overall vibes out of it than than you know you could if you didn't receive any of that information. And the LeBron James one, I like that one a lot. Yeah. Um, he just he moves with ferocity. He he is. I mean, he'll he'll give you twenty a night, and he can rebound very well. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you're 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 just seeing someone who can play at all levels of the floor, and just so mm-hmm. happens to be six nine, six ten, and run fast as hell. It's perfect. Yeah, Palo's awesome. I love Palo. I, yeah, I, I would love to have a Palo on my team. Right. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was. Uh, would you rather have Alperen Shingun or dot 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 question mark? So what I learned is that Alperen Shingun is like a top seven player in the NBA today. That's what I got out. Yeah, of that. right. <laughs> it'll be it'll out, be up else. there next year. It'll be up there for sure. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so moving on from that. We'll get outside of Rockets talk for all of you non-Rockets fans. Saw this on TikTok, and I can't remember who the creator was. It's a podcast. I, I don't know. It. I can't remember. I didn't like it. I didn't bookmark it. Stupid on me to bring this up on the podcast without doing that. But sorry to f- whoever did this. There's a guy that back in college, I think, he wrote a paper that Oklahoma City Thunder draft too well. And what he and it was eight years ago when he wrote this is what he said. So we're talking KD, James Harden, Russell Westbrook. They drafted all three MVPs within like a four-year span. Yeah. When was KD's draft? 2006, 2007? Uh, seven, yeah. And then you get, yeah, Russell in 08, and then James Harden in 2009. And they were the Supersonics when they drafted Westbrook and KD. But sentiment remains, are they too good at drafting? Because they also have drafted Chet Holmgren, the Jalen, Jalen Williams's, Cason Wallace in recent years. They've also drafted Reggie Jackson, Steven Adams, Josh Giddy, yuck. Um, and they even drafted your boy Alperin Shingoon. They traded yep. him, but yep. um, they got Shea Gilgis Alexander in the trade, but acquired a bunch of draft picks, which now prove that they're too good at drafting because now yep. they run into all these predicaments because they yep. got to pay players. They got to choose who to play or pay. They got to choose who to play in James Harden's case. Like he was a starter, but was on the bench and future MVP, Houston legend. Are they too good at drafting? Like, is this a problem that they have too many draft picks and they're also like the best at it? Yeah, it, it, it's a great problem to have. I would much rather have this problem than not. Um, but assuming a lot of these players stay healthy and stay on this roster, you're going to be seeing like Jalen Williams in a couple years, maybe getting like three years, 40, three years, 50, because they can't afford to really pay these guys. And, it's, and, you know, assuming, you know, they all stay, which I mean, who knows so much can happen in between now and then even even let's say they win a ring this year or next year that those teams tend to get blown up too sometimes so i mean you never really know in this scenario but i will say it's way too large of a sample size not to ignore i mean we've been looking at it for the past 10 years really i mean ever since well, really 15 damn 15 years yeah. huh katie's been in the league 15 16 mm-hmm. years wow um this is a great problem to have i think that um you know Presti has done a great job in regards to not just drafting, not just cultivating, but hitting every single time. Um, and of course, you know, you not 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 everyone is going to be a hit, but I think their success rate is some of the best of, of the league. Um, the question now is, you know, if you get a first round guy, is he going to be your 10th, 11th man? Are you going to trade the picks? What are, what right. are we going to what are where are we, where do we go from here? Because I don't know how many picks they have, but it's got to be like 21. Yeah, it's a lot. First round picks in the next seven years. like So we're averaging a lot of picks every year. Yeah. <laughs> Just a lot of like three first round picks every year. 
It's not sustainable. I don't know what they do. Because, like, right now, if you're Oklahoma City, you're trading picks and getting whatever star you can get to go on this playoff run because the vibes are immaculate. Chet, Shea, you got two superstars already. I mean, Chet being a superstar is kind of a stretch, but, like, we can see it in the next year. Right, right. Like, he's been incredible out of the gate. I know it's his rookie year, second year, whatever. Yeah. Shea is the guy. Shea is an MVP caliber player. Go get a piece. Just go get one giant piece to plug in there that works with the system and doesn't mind living in Oklahoma City. That's a problem. That's a problem. You're not getting free agents. So them hitting on draft picks repeatedly is important to their organization just because of their location. I don't know, man. They're just so good. KD, Russ, and James Harden. Three straight drafts. Man, and, and it's so sad because a lot of people look back at that James Harden-Houston trade like, oh, the, the Thunder got fleeced. At the time, Kevin Martin was fucking great. Oh, yeah. And uh, y- y'all, y- y'all sleep on his shot, man. Him and Sean Marion have two of my favorite jumpers in the, in, in the entire league's history. Um, K- Kmart did so much for the city. Um, but, of course, we got the better end of the deal. Um, I think you're going to see situations where either – someone from OKC is going to get tired of this shit and whether, whether it be not getting enough playing time, not being in the right location, et cetera. Um, and someone's going to want out um, or you're just going to see an overflow. You're going to see a 12 man roster, a 15 man roster of draft picks within the past four years. I mean, there's going to be no free agency signings other than re-signs. Um, yep. And maybe that's a great way to build a team. I mean, People might hate it, but look at the Astros. I mean, that was homegrown as homegrown can be. Um, the Thunder can easily do that times five. I mean, with the amount of stock that they have. I mean, of course, in the NBA, in the MLB, I don't think you can really trade draft picks. At least not that I've no, heard. Not yet. Um, which I, I think they need to they need to change that up. I love yeah, the lottery asking system. For it, yeah, but... that they've been implementing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But you know, I mean, dude, the, the Thunder are just they're they're too good for their own you know rights. I, I think that. There's a lot that can go into the Thunder and their playoff runs, um, or in their potential playoff runs that they could have, you know, over the next couple of years. But you know, a lot's got to go right, but not too much has gone wrong, and I don't really see much going wrong. So, you know, them being twenty three and nine, I think they are right now. Yeah, all signs, losses yet. All, yeah. yeah, all signs point to fifty five wins and a three seed. I mean, honestly. And they just beat the Timberwolves and Celtics and one other team on this win streak that they're yep. on. Yeah, yep. they're they're beating the best teams, and I know it's January. It doesn't really matter yet, but being able to prove that you can beat the bigger teams when it isn't on national television, right. it should have been on national television. But yeah, they're just so good. And KD, Russ, and James Harden. James Harden was wanting like five million more dollars. It wasn't a lot. I know it was like, all right, five. We can do that. You weren't hitting the salary cap yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do that trade, but. Yeah, they're just incredible at drafting, and every team needs to look at what they're doing. Like, who are their scouts? Who are, who's the head scout? Who's running the draft room? Like, what what do they do differently than everyone else? Because no one else does this. I mean, the Miami Heat, they'll draft a guy, and like Bam Adebayo, he's like the 14th pick in the first round. Like, yeah. he's really fucking good. Yeah. Jaime Jaquez, 21st, 22nd pick, really fucking good. So certain teams hit on players but i don't think any other team has hit at the rate that oklahoma city it's did, not especially that 2007 to 2009 exactly it's not even close and i think you you know that that is the model 
that that is literally the model of what NBA teams should do in regards to prospecting, scouting, drafting, everything. Um, it's unfortunate that it's taken them this long to get good. Uh, after, you know, KD, Russ left, Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, people forget. Uh, Houston Rockets legend, Carmelo Anthony. I saw someone got a uh, Rockets Carmelo Anthony jersey for Christmas. I'm so jealous. I had well, I, I, want, I need a Melo jersey. I, oh, that's sick. I need. To, I, I just I need did. to know how many of those gotten have gotten printed. I mean, it's probably ten thousand. I'm gonna go find a, a Mellow Hawks jersey. Oh hell yeah, hell For yeah! I love that. Forty five minutes that he was on the team. Yeah, right. <laughs> before he got waived. <laughs> I remember yeah, that. That was, that, was, that was a fun day. That was a good day. Someone posted it on Christmas Day. Like, look at this jersey I just got, and it, I'm sure it was an old photo. Someone ripped off of Google, but it was the Mellow Hawks jersey, and I was just like, that was good. That's that fire. Was, fire. That was solid. That was solid. Well, Love it. Josh, we're going to talk some more basketball over the weekend for the next episode. But that was the Alperin Shingun suck fest. Um, had to get it out. Yep. You know, I, I had to let you do some yeah. Houston Rockets. I've been taking over with Luca recently. I had to let you have your moment. Thank you. Talk about your boy, Alperin Shingun. He's good. He's really yeah. fucking good. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. I love every minute of watching him. You know, I wouldn't give him up for much, but just having him, seeing him. Seeing him in person is sick too. Just he he slows the game down to his level. He is he is baby Jokic. I'm telling you, man. He develops a shot. It's over for y'all hoes. I'm telling you. Don't worry, Luke will strap him up. Yeah, next game we'll just put him in the in the Luca chamber. It's yeah, great. Can't wait. Won't Love happen. It. But uh, yeah, this has been Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast, brought to you by Big City Wings. Paulo's wing joint, Houston's wing joint. And these Celebrity Mint, go check out CelebrityMint.com for awesome created collectibles of Ric Flair, Mike Tyson, and more at CelebrityMint.com. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. It's been Zero Gravity, Paulo Media's NBA podcast.